The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up the mountain, and after he had sat down, his disciples came to him. He began to teach them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the land. Blessed are they who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the clean of heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are they who are persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when they insult you and persecute you and utter every kind of evil against you falsely because of me. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward will be great in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. Funerals are never easy for anybody, especially the family. But there is something very hidden and very powerful about a funeral. And we are now experiencing that in our hearts. You can't sit here and be indifferent to what we are witnessing, experiencing, and hopefully understanding that me too one day will die. And Frank and Dolores have given us a beautiful example of a life well lived. Perfect? Nobody. But a life well lived, I think each one of us can stand here and say, oh yes, they lived a good life. Because you can tell at the end how people live before they got to that point. So I'm going to highlight just a couple of things from the readings today. Just a few words that come out that hopefully will be of assistance to us as we journey through these next few weeks and next few months, and especially for the family gathered here, Jip and Lisa, the children, grandchildren, Art, just everybody who had such a special connection to them. Because, in the Book of Wisdom, we heard, grace and mercy are with his holy ones, and his care is with his elect. There was a moment in which we did not exist. We were only in the mind of God. But then came a point when we began to exist inside of our mother's womb. And from that point on, and remember, you're just like a tiny, tiny little point of a few molecules of flesh. There will never be a moment you don't exist. 
we fall asleep. We call it death. We call it the end of our earthly pilgrimage. But really, we could say we fall asleep and God takes over. It must be a minuscule second of time in which we're not there, but then we're with God. We'll actually hear it on Sunday. The story of Jesus going to his friend Lazarus. And he says to him, after a good few days, rise. That's what will happen to all of us. And it doesn't happen if we don't have grace and mercy. Before we didn't exist, we didn't need grace or mercy. But from that moment on that we existed, grace and mercy became very important for our eternal reward to live with God forever. In the second reading, O death, where is your victory? O death, Where is your sting? From that moment that we exist until this moment that we are celebrating today, the end of their earthly existence, there is suffering. And none of us can escape it. Their final laps were not easy as I got to know them. And the first thing that Frank said was, Father, we have to go out for lunch. Which we did a couple of times. And that was, what, maybe two years ago or so, two or three. And so I I felt close to them because they reminded me of my parents And like Frank and Dolores, the last laps for my parents were also complicated, uh, challenging, and everybody needed to chip in, help out, which was hard for me to do because I was a long way away. So we continue and we ask Jesus for light and he gives us not the Ten Commandments but the Beatitudes. So the Ten Commandments came to us in the Old Testament and everything in the Old Testament is leading us to the New Testament, the life and death and resurrection of Jesus which in fact we're living so intensely now during this Lenten time. And so we have to look to Jesus. Not only look to him for light as he gives us in these words, blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are they who mourn. Blessed are the meek. Blessed are the merciful. Blessed are the clean of heart and so on. He's showing us the pathway. So each of us today can ask ourselves, well, 
Jesus, I think I need more of you in my life, not less. Frank and Dolores lived for a long time, and so they saw the world change so rapidly, as we are. If we think we've seen all the changes, get ready. More change is coming. The speed at which uh, life is going is uh, staggering. So I kind of only imagine how challenging it must have been for them with the phone and the computer and this thing and then driving and then all of those things just became more and more impossible. So God strips away as we, as we near our end. You know, probably some of you have hearing aids. <laughs> probably some of you have a cane. Probably some of you shouldn't be driving. Just kidding. <laughs> Father, don't talk about that because that's a sensitive subject. Oh, when they tried to take the keys away from my father, it was, what do they mean? I would be the first to know I shouldn't be driving. Not easy. But in that, in that stripping away, we're left with, with God. And all the distractions of life just sort of fall away. And then what are we doing? We're waiting. We're waiting. And they waited. And God came. When I went to see uh, Dolores, with sister taking such beautiful care of her, she told me the story of the day before when sister took the chair away from the side of her bed. And Dolores, who wasn't speaking that much at that stage and seemingly sleeping, she says, where's the chair? And sister was like, thinking, what chair is she talking about? And she puts the chair back because Dolores then said, that's God's chair. And that's the way God is. He's just sitting by our side all the time. So let us now, as we continue with the celebration of the Eucharist, place our lives and place them on the altar and know that Jesus today will abundantly answer all of your prayers. Together now let us stand as we present our petitions. God, the Almighty Father, raised Christ, his Son, from the dead. With confidence we ask him to save all his people, living and dead. For Frank and Dolores, who in baptism were given the pledge of eternal life that they may now be admitted to the company of the saints. We pray to the Lord. Lord hear our prayer. For our brother and sister who ate the body of Christ, the bread of life, that they may be raised up on the last day. We pray to the Lord. For our deceased relatives and friends, 
and for all who have helped us, that they may have the reward of their goodness. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For those who have fallen asleep in the hope of rising again, that they may see God face to face, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the family and friends of our brother and sister, Frank and Dolores, that they may be consoled in their grief by the Lord, who wept at the death of his friend Lazarus. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all of us assembled here to worship in faith, that we may be gathered together again in God's kingdom, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. God, our shelter and our strength, you listen in love to the cry of your people. Hear the prayers we offer for our departed brothers and sisters. Cleanse them of their sins and grant them the fullness of redemption. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen.